All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. What it do? What it do? This is Jalen Prince. So this is going to be part two of Let's Get Into It. This is that kind of little sideshow we do where we just kind of have a little bit of fun. We find one topic and we just really get into it. This time we're joined by our boys over at 1420 Sports, Brent and Dave. Say hi to the the, the three, all, all one of them in the chat right now, the eventual three, hopefully, who watch this live. <laughs> How you doing, guys? Well- and if our audience remember the last time they was here, we almost made it. We almost made close to a two-hour, three-hour, four-hour show. Oh, we did. <laughs> I don't got that kind of time because now it's summer, so it's actually nice outside. So I don't want to be in the basement all night. It's not and snowing it's anymore. Snowing. There is no snow. I, I I shared pictures with you. It it when was that? It was ridiculously no, cold. Back in anywhere, February. Yeah, January. Yeah, that was February. That was February. A while ago. And then I, I sent you a picture it's of me beautiful on the, beach the next day. I haven't had pants on since for for 10 days now. I have not put on long pants. Okay, you I was live, about to say you need to clarify. You live in, you live in a, you live in a man's you live in a man's home owner's dream. <laughs> I, I I I cover up like I like to leave the house, right? Like I, I'm wearing shorts now. Yeah. I have the I have the ability in my job to wear shorts, and so that's where I wear. And yeah, all right. Well, let's get let's get wearing right shorts into... is better than wearing pants. I'll give you that. I got a buddy. That I, we're not going to go on that tangent. We got to got to get it. We'll talk all night. Yep. So let's get right into it. So this is a topic I've wanted to get into for a little bit. Uh, this was something that Paul George. Um, I don't know if we. It, Okay, so before I get into Paul George, who is the real street clothes in the NBA? Did you guys have you guys ever heard about that? Yeah, I know all those. Charles Barkley, Colin, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, street clothes. I thought it was Anthony Davis. Ben Simmons, Jalen, Ben Simmons is a good one. I I honestly think it's it's not the LA Clippers; it's the LA street clothes. Um, It's just half their team's injured with Kawhi or Paul or somebody's broken on that team. I mean, I don't know, but that's different thing so paul george like every other athlete and every other person who has 30 minutes of spare time uh has a podcast it's called podcast p show uh paul george made a comment about how quote nba players would have an easier time transitioning into the nfl than a football player attempting to transition to play professional basketball i don't think football players could cross over into the nba so that's what he said uh I disagree, but that also, Dave, you and I were talking about it. That opens up a whole other topic of, you know, can athletes play dual sports? Because we have the famous examples, which I'm going to go and get out of the way now with Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson played baseball and football, and he was, I think he was, uh, what was he? Was he a, um, was he an all-pro in both? I think it was. Yeah, he played, no, he played in the all-star game in, uh, yeah, in the 80s there. He was a great, great baseball player. He was uh, elite. Yeah, he, he was, was he was really good at both. Like he was, he broke that bat over his his head one time when he struck out. And he was a great player in the All Star game. Did they have Anaheim concussions and, at that time? Well, did they, well yeah, you shouldn't. Uh, we, for the kids out there, listen, don't go breaking bats across your head if you're upset because it, it, it'll wreck your brain. <laughs> That's but, why uh, I have to mention it because of the era that we're in now. Yeah, no, Bo Dude. Jackson was an elite player, and like I get into this Paul George thing for him to make that comment. The uh, the big four sports leagues, in my opinion, the basketball players to me would have the harder time going to any of the three other sports than 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 uh, guys going into basketball. To me, basketball is very hard. I'm not saying that that it's not, mm-hmm. but I'm going to put money on it that you put a you put a Paul George or LeBron James on a pair of skates, they're fucked. Oh, I'm just sure. sure. No, you're not wrong, Dave. What do you think? 
I, I, when I think about the four big sports, um, football is before any, it's, it's like body type specific, mm-hmm. depending on the position. Um, I think most basketball players can play probably DB, maybe receiver because of the fast twitch uh, muscles, right? Like it's, it's, it's reaction and doing things. And, and they are, I think basketball players might be the best athletes out there in, in that fast twitch muscle thing. Can you please explain but, what a fast twitch muscle is to me, please? Oh, so fast, I, I do know, but I want to hear. I know, knows. but. Yeah, I want to hear. Yeah, I'm the only one of the doesn't know that. I want to see what he knows. Before we get into this, I do want to shout out to Jim for listening. We now have two people watching. Thank you for for setting the the record. We're really getting halfway there. We got two. We we really are moving on. Moving moving up up in the world, man. I I think we're influencers now. We got two whole people watching our live stream. (laughs) So two's a streak. But uh, Jim said Paul George would get hurt just putting on a helmet. Uh, well, and that's that's where I was going with this, yeah. right? Like, so you know, what like is a fast, fast twitch muscle? What I what I consider fast twitch muscle is like in in track, it's your hundred meter guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. And, and then in uh, in football, it's your DBs, the guys that can't catch, but now have to be able to move with the guy that can run a a four one forty, like and and react and move. It's 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 reaction time as opposed to outright straight up speed, which is what you want your receivers to be. In basketball, I, I've I've gone to a couple college games in the states, and I've gone to a couple NBA games, and their actual their the reaction time and the way those men move blows me away. The game is boring as fucking shit, but their actual physical abilities blow me away so i do think the nba athlete does have an opportunity to play db maybe receiver but they're soft as charmin fuck the ten ply those guys are so (laughs) soft like you know like so i i will give some i will give some of them credit if the 90s if the 90s NBA, and I, I don't anybody come at me for making this argument. If you try to tell me 90s and 80s NBA is not tougher than the current NBA, you're out of your mind. Just go watch any highlights. Yeah, that any, yeah, that's not it's not even close. Watch any Bulls, Pacers. I was sorry, Those Bulls, guys Pacers. could make Next, a transition shit, into the NFL seamlessly Nick, because yeah. you, you could hit them and they would fire back. Like That's part of the reason why Allen Iverson, like everybody talks about his practice thing. Like AI was getting murdered in practice. As a six foot, you ever you ever seen AI's football highlights back when you? I have seen AI's football highlights. AI is a a perfect example. Uh, Kobe even said it. I think he was saying if Allen Iverson was six foot six, the league would be over. Dude was six foot. People said that about Steph Curry. I oh my god! Don't get me started on that. Me and Heavy been going back and forth. Yeah, he's a very different player. (laughs) Me me and Heavy shout out Young Heavy from uh, Sports After Dark. We've been going at or um, going at it with some of these people talking about fouls and everything, and they're like, "Well, the Lakers have shot more more free throws." It's like, yeah, because the Warriors don't drive; they shoot mid range and three point shots. You don't get fouled outside the paint; you get fouled in the paint. You well, the paint, nowadays, nowadays you can. All you have to do is just walk by somebody, and if they can make it, and if they can make themselves fall, play, do some good acting classes, like the owner of the Phoenix you Sun beat me did to last it. night. You beat me to it. Yep. So, like, that if you're able to do that, then you might be able to get some foul calls. By the way, thank God uh, Nicole Jokic does not get suspended for tomorrow night because that would have been an ultimate crime. 
Oh, the amount of people who were actually serious. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I saw that. I saw this morning. I, I, like there, I was watching, listening to something else or watching. I didn't know what, what was happening there. And I saw the the replay this morning on on uh, TSN or whatever I was watching there. And like, for for the owner to get involved in that, I was like, "What the hell is what going on doing? here?" Typical NBA drama about nothing. Like about I, I nothing. I did love the guy who. So they did it with Draymond, where they, they took the old WWE game. And they uh, oh, they created Draymond, and they had him jumping on. Um, it's not even an old one; it's still new. It's the new one, yeah. Where you can create your own players. So that what they did is they had uh, other or other angle footage, and they created Jokic, and he ran out into the crowd and picked up a guy who was dressed like the owner of the Suns and threw him onto the ground. That was amazing. Internet's undefeated, but we're getting way sidetracked. So, I mean, Jalen, what do you think? Do you think that NBA players would either have a better time, or do you think that or you know, how do you, what do you think about Paul George's comments? Um, I got my own thoughts, but I want you to go first. Let's see. Comparing the two, I'll go along the lines of NBA players would have, it'll be, it. Both, first of all, both transitions would not be easy. That oh. would be very difficult. But if you had to compare the one, if I have to choose, I would say it will be more harder for an NFL player to come into the NBA than it is for an NBA to come into the NFL in this aspect alone. Um... I've seen guys in the NFL with talent to be able to play both sides. I'll give you prime examples. Devontae Adams, Patrick Mahomes, Miles Garrett. All three were former basketball players that had enough talent to be able to compete. There will be role players in the in the NBA, most likely down road on the bench. That would be my that would be my personal opinion on that. But the transition would be there just based on how the rules are in the NBA compared to where or what they were in the past. It'll be easy to get fouled. They encourage shooting. So if you're able to shoot the ball, also Mahomes is around six um, Mahomes is around like six three. Adams is around six four. So guys have already got experience with some handle type because if you ever watch Mahomes highlights when he played basketball, he got that type of experience. Devontae Adams, the way he runs his route is based off of basketball um, because he got it from Doug Baldwin. That's another history. Go back and look at that one. Um, with Miles Garrett, it's a little bit interesting because he, he, first of all, he was breeded out of Texas. You could almost find out athletes in the state of Texas. That's just a no-brainer. So the transition from football, dealing with that level of physicality, even though the rules have kind of shifted over, but there's still a level of physicality and you still got to do grown man hits go on like transitioning over to the NBA. If we're uh, like, if we're talking talent and athleticism, there will be more of a role player type. Thus would make it a much more less difficult transition than an NBA player in this day and age to transition over to the end on to the NBA. That's just based on how the rules are set right now, how, players in the NBA perform right now the skill and also we're talking about playing five on five and the level of competition in which they're playing currently right now they will not be stars they will be role players and we've seen type of role players in the NBA that look like oh they should be in the NBA but they contribute and they produce in some type of way Who's to say that somebody in NFL cannot be able to do that if they have enough athleticism to be able to do that? So I would say the NFL transition would be less as difficult compared to an NBA player going to the NFL. 
But Jalen, do you think that's an issue now that now like you guys are you, like we're we got a few years on YouTube, like no, no getting yeah. around that. But <laughs> but, but yeah. the, the thing is, back when when Dave and I were younger, guys would uh, you would play more sports, you'd be involved in, in more athletics. You would you play still that now? That's still like, that's yeah. still going on now. But there's a oh. lot more guys who are specialized in sports, and they they play football only, and they play basketball mm-hmm. only, and they play yeah. this only, and they play baseball only. We're we're not. Uh, I don't want to say grooming because that's a, a, a target word out there nowadays, but <laughs> like when you, we're grooming you're one training. sport athletes a lot more now. And so that's why maybe now, now these guys maybe be, being able to jump from league to league isn't going to happen ever again. Be, but, but back 30, 20, 30, 40 years ago, whatever it was, there was more of a chance for it to happen because you would actually groom athletes to, to be, athletes you would have mm-hmm. this guy can play baseball this guy can play hockey this guy can play football and basketball because he was an athlete and yeah. he tried different things now you you don't get that anymore so that's why i think it's good that, like what we've seen with like like bo jackson Deion sanders you'll never I, I don't think you'll ever see that again and, and the money that's involved in it too you, you you'll never see it again you no, you won't, absolutely won't um based on the level the like the amount of effort energy and yeah, the amount of effort and energy that take that it takes to be able just to do one sport alone, compared to trying to like like try, compared to trying to do two, uh, make it do two, because it it's a twenty four hour job being a professional athlete. There's re- like even off seasons is never re- truly an off season. If training camp to- used to be to get into shape. Yeah. yeah. Now training to, camp to is make the team or to get contracts, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just different now. Yeah. No, it's so, right. so ahead, like sorry. younger, so high school is still the same. It's still the same everywhere. College. That's kind of where it kind of shifted a bit. Now where you would see like uh, multiple sport athletes in college, you're thinking more maybe football and track or football and baseball, football and baseball. is a huge football, thing for a lot of quarterbacks. That's like, that's a long shot on that one. Even even today's age, because if you're talking about football and um, football and baseball, you automatically kind of look at a quarterback on like being a pitcher. Quarter, yeah, quarterback being a pitcher or a shortstop or a third baseman because you need an out, or an outfielder because you need an absolute cannon to get that ball from one side of the field to the other. And I mean, I, Brent, I think you're right. I think it's we're almost at the end of an era of that, unless it's a football and baseball type thing or a football and track type thing, because that is training for some of these other guys. It's a sport they can do on the side. When I was in high school in Florida. A lot of the guys on our team ran track to stay in shape. And a lot of the guys in our team ran track to stay in shape. So what they did was they would just stay there in the offseason, make sure they could stay in shape and go from there. Now, I think we're definitely at the end of an era of that, but also when it comes to, you know, the big four sports, like I played all four sports growing up. The only one I, I kind of played hockey, but it was also in Florida. So it was on rollerblades, not skates. Don't ever put me on skates. I'll die. Um, but. <laughs> but we had that end up happening. Um, Jalen, I muted you when you stepped away. You might have to unmute yourself. But we, um, what ended up happening was like, I just, I think we're the end of an era of that. But the problem with that is, it's, I think we're at a point now where we don't have people won't be able to make that transition. And I think that Paul George would make that comment is a little. NBA players wouldn't have an easier time either. Both people would have a horrible time and they wouldn't be able to play every position. You can't put an NBA player on the offensive line. You can't put guys like centers and everything at tight end because, yeah, they're big as shit, but they can't really catch too much and they can't move. Go ahead. You can't put a lot of point guards at like a skill position outside of maybe a running back or a safety or something. 
like, yeah, they can jump out of the gym, but they, you know, there's moves, there's everything. Yeah, there's this physicality. More than just jumping. It's more than just jumping. It's more than just speed. Like it's part of the reason why, uh, to, to go on a bit of a tangent here, why Trent Richardson never succeeded in the NFL at the next level. Vision wasn't great, but also if you look at his tape at Alabama, a lot of the things he'd like to do were to run outside. A lot of these multi-sport athletes play multiple sports in high school. Well, all these high school and college kids or college kids are getting tired of hitting the, you know, five-star recruit from Alabama. Nobody in the league was going to get tired of hitting that dude. They relish the fact to do that. So, and then thanks to Jim for saying this one too, not to mention there's no load management in the NFL. That's a good point. You know, yeah, there's less games, but also it's more physically tolling. You know, there, there's, it takes more of a physical toll on the body than the, or than, the NBA, or than the NBA season does. And that's not a shot against NBA players. You know, y'all work hard, but it's also like, you know, for all the NBA players who are listening to this, because none of them are. But you look at the videos of guys who are leaving or, you know, on a Monday, you know, waiting to go back to practice. They're covered in ice packs because it's such a physical toll on your body for 17 weeks out of the year. There's a reason why there's only 17 games, not 82 or 160 or however many games are in the NHL. Like there's a reason why there's not that many games because you can kind of space yourself a little more. You know, there's load management, there's shifts. You're not on the ice as long. You're not on the court as long. You know, sometimes you're taking off days, you know, soccer, it's not, it's endurance based when it comes to football. If you're not hurt or if you're not hurt, you're playing unless you suck. And you're going to get your head taken off and deal with it. Dave, you look like you want to say something. Yeah, I do. And I can, and at the point between uh, basketball players, professional basketball players and professional football players, I think football players specifically on the defensive side of the ball, there's a ton of book, book work involved. Oh, absolutely. Like there is a shit ton of book work involved. And I don't think that happens. I think NBA, your natural talent, and clearly you have to to understand the system, the triangle mm-hmm. with Bill Jackson and whatever's going on. And but it's it's a very confined space. And at the end of the day, physical attributes are going to rule the day. Shaquille O'Neal, I think he's the shittiest Hall of Famer ever to play. He just happens to be the most largest man who's coordinated. To play that game, he could That's move it. though in college. You ever watch any of his highlight tape at LSU? Dude, of course he could, but he's seven six and three hundred and twenty pounds. He was gifted the challenge that he Absolutely. was gifted. No, you can't teach big, of- right? No, you can't, t- but the- you can't teach what he had. He he got surgery during the season. He that's why Kobe and him broke up because Kobe worked on his game all the time, and Shaq's like fuck. That. I, don't need to. I am yeah. partying in the offseason. I'll get in shape, but I'm the biggest, most coordinated man that has ever played this game. And mm-hmm. that's why I that's why I, I do disrespect Shaq O'Neal. He could have been the best basketball player ever in the history of the world, but he didn't because he didn't work on his game. And 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 take it for what he is. He's a funny guy. He's gregarious. He's he's funny to watch. I I, I like hearing him. Even though I, I, he never dedicated his life to the sport that he was built to be the best ever in the history of the world. So I'll give you a bit of an insight on that. The reason why a lot of these big men, they get drafted so early because you're right. You can't teach height. And a lot of these college coaches will see like these, you know, Jalen, I'm sure you've seen it too. Where you get like a lot of these, you know, seven foot two guys who are they're seven feet tall in high school and basketball coach just goes, you're my center. <laughs> What do I need to do? Just stand out of the basket, put your hands up. That's all I need you to do. 
This is like, Southeast Georgia. Yeah, and that's what some people. Well, do. Small, small schools, small schools in general. And it, that used to be a huge thing back in you know the seventies, eighties, and nineties. And you get like a lot of these goofy big men who were great in college because they were huge dudes. But then they get to the pros, and it actually takes skill. The thing where I feel like Shaq sells himself apart in that regard is Shaq also had the skill to do that, and he did dedicate himself to that game. But why a lot of these big men don't last as long? You know how painful it is to be seven feet tall and be running and jumping for twenty four hours a day. Like it destroys your knees. Your heart, body for sure. Yeah, especially when you're three hundred pounds. Like that's why Shaq. I don't think a Hall of Famer should have a a forty five percent free throw percentage. That's fair, but he dominated every other facet of the game outside because of shooting. Because he was the biggest man there. There and were other... I can't, and you that... can't, ri- and you cannot ridicule that. You can't knock him for being big, but I you can't can... knock him for that. That's God. I, I'm That's God. You, you kind of knock him. I, I, I'm, I'm knocking like he, he, God. You, when he that... came out of his mother's womb, God said, "You're going to be an NBA Hall of Famer." Yeah, for sure. And he he That's worked it. in the facets he was good at, and it's I mean there did was an Kobe? interview with Kobe did Kobe's a legend. I, I we will never disrespect I, I Kobe. Did, on this but, like, show. My but he worked on his game like nobody ever did. They right? actually yeah, gave but everybody, everybody, every, his but here's the thing though everybody did everybody did not have what Kobe had. No, it's the same thing with Prime. Prime was one of the first people to use portable DVD players. He was part of the reason why game tape became so available. We we're a huge. Deion Sanders fan on the show, You're, but he he made the comment which I he I'm not going to into some of the things he said, but like he made a con- like he had a portable DVD player where he would take game film with him on the plane. He's like I'm watching this because while there is film and basketball, you can also look at numbers and be like, uh, case you know I'm going to leave, uh, and I'm sure you saw it in the the Kings um, Warriors matchup the second that Sabonis was near the mid-range or three-point line, he had six feet of open floor because Looney's like, he can't shoot it. If he hits it, that's my fault, but he's not going to shoot that because he can't. So if Sabonis is smart, Sabonis will take that and start working on a mid-range jumper and be, you know, dominant at the next level. People start getting him so much room and they'll be more dangerous. But that's a different tangent. We're getting way off track here, which is always fun. Uh, (laughs) It's basketball is more skill than it is pure unadulterated physicality because you can have these physical freaks on the basketball court, but if they can't shoot the ball, they're one dimensional and you can have, but you can have these absolute physical freaks on the football field and you can find a spot for them. You can put them as a gunner on special teams. You could put them, you know, as a safety and say like Jabril or Jabril Prepper is a great example. Is he the best safety in the NFL? Absolutely not. No, he is but a, dude is a pure athlete. He's a pure athlete. So you can put him on the field and be like, all right, you cover him. And if they hand the ball off, go get him. That's it. They just let him go nuts. So I, I definitely think that Paul George is remarkably incorrect in his comment where the NBA would have an easier time. Cause I think there's very few players who can actually make that transition. Even like he talked about LeBron James. Well, like, let's yeah. let's not jerk off every NFL player that their athlete athletic endeavors. <laughs> no, 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 are, no, you're uh, correct. I, you're right. To that, to that that level. Like, let's, let's, no, just like let, let's like I I have a hard time with the NFL huggers to to an extent because you they're great athletes to an extent, but there For are sure. some big fat fucks who are just big fat fucks. I'll give you that. Who just tackle guys. There I'll are guys who, who can run really fast and knock down balls who can't catch balls. There yeah. are. And and don't, and don't pretend defense. that there's not. And do, do not pretend there's not. And there's guys no, who not. are 
they're, they're that they're like the NFL. The NFL is king. I get it down all over the world. I get it. But let's not pretend that that NFL players and, and every NFL athlete is an athlete because that sometimes they're just big dudes who can move a little bit. You're and right. That's and all they are, and that's all right. they are. So let's not pretend that these guys can hit 99 mile an hour fastballs or can can, can skate and, and stop hockey pucks because no, they're hitting, not. They're hitting not. the baseball, hitting the baseball is one of the hardest. Here's, things here's the thing: I will we, never take that away from any we're, we're baseball talking, player. That's why I quit baseball because I couldn't hit a freaking ball to save my life, but I could feel the best of them. I'm like, this isn't for me. <laughs> with baseball, and y'all can y'all can testify on this. And uh, like my brother, he played he played at the next level. And he mentioned this, and I understand it. Baseball does require a more skill than almost any other sport. Absolutely. Um, because yeah. we're, not talk, we're, not, we're not talking physical skills. Like, it takes a harder skill with just that. Yes, physicality does matter, and athleticism gives you somewhat a, a, kind, a type of advantage in the game of baseball. But there's so much more mental mental factors that play a part in baseball than any other sport oh for sure to be like it 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 came to a point where i literally said superstitions matter in baseball more than any other sport yep if you got lucky socks lucky whatever they work yeah they work like it's a mental it's a mental thing that's where superstitions play a huge part in like in baseball to me I, well, I get it still that. requires more skills as far as on the mental on the mental game. Well, it, even look at the mental or the mental factor for like a closing pitcher. You can be a closing pitcher multiple days in a row. Correct me if I'm. Am I correct on that? Because I, I, I'm the casual. They, get, baseball they fan, usually but. go two and they get a day 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 two days off. And then they so, go two and then they go again. It's it's tough. Like it's 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 different it's now tough. than it was twenty years ago. Obviously, yeah. Like, well, that's even Tommy like John. The guys throwing harder than they've ever thrown before. Exactly. It's just uh, yeah. It's baseball's really hard like the greatest player to ever or the greatest hitter ever ever hit was uh, ted williams hit 400 once once and he failed six out of ten times my, my favorite the, re- the rest of the times he failed a lot more than that and and, and he was the best ever whereas that like to me hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things to do in professional sports like shooting a three-pointer might be the second hardest thing to do i, I in my oh. opinion no, no, I, I no, no 20 years ago, not now. It's different now. I, I think, different I now. think like stopping Jay a hockey puck. Like the, 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 well, I didn't know how to stop hockey bucks. That's why I'm here sitting here talking <laughs> to you guys, but whatever. That's <laughs> one of those things. It's it, like it's shooting a three-pointer. The, the rules have changed a lot in basketball where it used to be like really tough to do because it was a more confined and everything else. And the guys are big and they're running, going fast, but uh, hitting a baseball, man, like for, I, I like to see Paul George pop off about that and see, see, see what his thoughts were with hitting a, uh, a, a 94 mile an hour slider. Like you, you just, it's, it's, they're different sports, obviously, Absolutely. And they, but, but for him to pop off on one thing and not address the other, it's, it seems to be an odd, uh, an odd take to me. We also got to talk I about Ty Cobb when we're talking about best hitters in baseball too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the hardest thing to do. That's why I quit baseball. I couldn't do it. I I could field with the best of them. I could play great defense, but I couldn't hit to save my life. I think it's I could never get on base unless I got hit by the pitch or they threw like a little lollipop right down center plate. And I'm like, okay, I can hit that. But that was why I stopped playing baseball. And then I fell in love with football too. But I mean, it's each sport takes a different mentality, especially when you look at like a relief pitcher or a closing pitcher or something like that. You can go two games in a row. 
if you gave up a home run last night to, you know, the opposing team and they won the game based off your hit and they call on you again, last night never happened. You have to have the shortest memory ever if you're a relief pitcher. Like every sport takes a different set of skills. And there's a reason why a lot of these athletes don't become multi-sport athletes anymore outside of maybe high school and maybe college. That's because in college, you can kind of divide your time unless, like you guys said, if it's bait or if it's football and it's like track or something. Because that's a way to stay in shape in the offseason. But yeah, I mean, if you put you put Kawhi Leonard on skates or if you put Sabonis on skates, it's going to be hilarious to watch. If you put um, put Anthony Davis out there lining up at tight end, his ankles are going to or uh, his ankles are going to snap. If you put, you know. I'm trying to think of another guy put uh, Russell Wilson as a uh, as a small forward he's going to get destroyed. If you put, then we can go on this all day. Like it's, there's a reason why these guys went professional in their perspective sports is because while they might've been decent at the other one, they were not good enough for the next level at this next sport. There's very, very few who can make that transition and they would only get by on their pure athletic ability. If there's a skill that they could learn, you could learn how to have a better jump shot. You can learn potentially if you have the right mentality for it, how to play baseball, you can potentially learn how to play or how to skate, but you can't. Like you're so far behind, like Dave, Brent, correct me if I'm wrong. They started him so early in Canada when it comes to skating. Three or four years old. I, it, it wasn't that back when uh, I, a long time ago, it wasn't a matter of well, <laughs> when you were going to play hockey or if you're going to play hockey, it was when. It was one of those exactly. things like you just started skating and like my, where my parents still are today, there was an outdoor rink just uh, just around the corner and we would skate there when you were three, four years old, right? It's one of those things you do. You, you, it's just, uh, it's hard to compare and, and, and have these guys talk about going into other sports. And you, you wonder, was, was, was Paul George's comments, was it taken out of context at all saying I could jump in here or these guys can jump in there or, or if I, I, I took it on when I was younger, I could have mm-hmm. done this as well because I, I don't, don't think a sane person and i don't know anything about much about paul george but i don't think a sane person could say that i could jump into a professional sport uh, not now the way the game is played a lot uh, mm-hmm. the way the game is played is now i don't think a sane person would say i could jump into any other sport in any way the way it's played now there, there's no way there's no way any athlete now in any sport i can't think of a guy that could 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 bounce around the 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 the, the big four and ha- and have a chance of playing. I, I really no, don't. Kyler Murray. The, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean he. No, the biggest, he he gave he gave the Oakland A's their money back. Yeah, he's like so I'm he, not doing this. So I can't he do can it. Uh, go to Arizona with a gun and a mask. Oh my God! Looks like oh, what did somebody say on a scouting report? It looks like a toddler running with a remote, and now I can't unsee that every time I watch him scramble. Because what it looks like. But I mean, and Jim I actually made a good it. point. That's nice. Yeah. Jim made a good point. He said DK Metcalf would make a good forward in the NBA. And then, yeah, if DK could develop a jump shot because he could jump out of a gym. If he yeah, was somebody actually decent uh, handles, he could do an it. M- an NBA player actually mentioned that about DK. They said Brook can't dribble. Yeah, he doesn't if, have a handle. If he could get handles, he could play. He could do it. But that's again relying on pure athletic ability. He doesn't have the skill to you know dribble. But I mean, he could learn. But he didn't develop that skill growing up, so he's already behind everybody else. Well, the thing is that these guys are athletes, right? And yeah. they, and they're, they're and they're already physically fit, right? So so yeah. they, they have that on okay, guys physically that, physically fit to play their sport. Uh, to their play their sport. sport, but I guess if if you took took some time off to get into something else and took an off season to, to and get it's trained, gonna, it's going to take time because like try like try a baseball player or basketball player or football player. Let them let them try to do soccer. 
Soccer is the only Dave's a soccer guy. Like Dave's actually a soccer guy, so he, like, he, he'll let, let, be let comment on try, that. Let soccer them try is, to do soccer. Soccer let is them the try only to do one like, I feel like translates. Hey, we saw we saw Tyreek Hill and DK Metcalf try a uh, trial like for you know track. Mm-hmm. And they was doing but good. But that's just running, right? Yeah, that's just running. But Chat, the training aspect of it is entirely different. You can't just think, oh yeah, I'm fast. I can run with the best. That's like you know train built and are made for that specific sport like this is what i do i mean dk i think dk came in either seventh or eight in his in his heat when he was trying out for the olympics uh tyreek is one of the fastest guys in football i think he did i think he did okay in a track uh, in his heat but that's only because he, he did track when he was in high school and he still knows the technique of it with dk when he was trying out for the tra- uh, when he was trying out for like with track he had to go through different types of training just to get his stance right in his like in his technique. Going to get like there's levels of training that goes into it. Mm-hmm. That's where you got to pay the, uh, the respect and homage to each sport because there's different levels of training and type of conditioning that you're supposed to be. Hey, it even goes into wrestling. People say it's fake, but the level of training. They're athletes. They're absolutely athletes. Yeah, I, but like, I, I used to give them. I, to, I used to give them a lot of shit, but they're absolutely athletes. They're athletes. But like to the but the level of training conditioning that you must be in to be a wrestler it, 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 it it's amazing it's nuts i mean it, it's something that i feel like the only and i the only one i could think of at the top of my head i'm trying to get dragged for this there are two sports i feel like that could translate hockey to golf because if you get no. a guy with a mean hockey to golf if they could hone in their control if they get a mean wrist shot they can play golf DeShambo a lot of hockey a, players play golf. A lot DeSham- of hockey players are very good. DeShambo golfers, could have a remarkable slap shot, but it would probably hit some fan in the top row because the dude is. I don't know if golfers become hockey players, but golf exactly because again, put them on skates. Right, let me ask you. The other one, the who's, other one, the other one. Soccer players to kickers in the NFL. Okay, I, yeah, okay. Sure. I agree. Soccer with players. That. I agree the, with that. That one I can do because I mean I Eddie Pinheiro. Eddie Pinheiro, the old Gators kicker who actually played for the Chicago Bears, was a soccer player at the University of Florida, and we didn't have a kicker. So he tried out for the team. Walking, he was hitting sixty-yard field goals during right. warmups. Let me go back to the let me go back to that golf thing, uh, golf and hockey thing. Uh, who's a golfer right now? Who's a professional golfer that got a hot temper? We got plenty. <laughs> oh, that Pat, uh, Patrick Reed. Oh, okay. Patrick Reed. He's okay. more yeah. a cheater than a hot temper uh, guy. Man. All right, <laughs> here's here's where I can I can somewhat agree with the hockey thing. You got to deal with physicality. You got to deal with getting hit in the mouth, and you also got to deal with fighting. Hockey players are tough, and I'm tired of like anybody who says otherwise. Okay, wrong. maybe golf. Maybe golf can do it. Maybe, maybe golf players could do it. Hockey to golf, not golf to hockey. I'm sorry. I, it's some maybe, but I, I have Just nothing to respect side, for it. In our neck of the woods, all the hockey players, like not, I won't say all of them, but a lot of them, baseball player and golf, it's all and die, right? They're, summer's they're, off. Uh, it, yeah. If you're, right. yeah, with summer's off, you, like as a general rule, they all have good hand eye. Yeah. Summer's off. They're good ball players and they're good, uh, they're good golfers. But they could never play the next level. And that's the point that, I mean, I and feel they like they could never play NBA. And, and, no. now, and now that's the thing, like we discussed <laughs> earlier, that, that's the thing is that you, you, because this is such a full time job now, like you're saying, Jalen, it's, it's impossible for these guys to even think about taking on another career because, 
the there's somebody looking out for 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 your job in NFL yeah. for sure. Like these guys have a, a lifespan of three years at the best of times, right? Yeah. And so they're they're doing everything they can to stay in the league, and it, it's it's almost impossible for to, to even think about having a two sport career. Like it, it's 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 it'd be impossible. What would have to happen? A guy would have to take a year off. If he was well off, like an NBA guy, let's say this this Paul George character, if he if he goes, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. That's the only way it could possibly happen, where a guy's financially set for life and he wants to give it a shot to prove mm-hmm. to prove somebody wrong and be a YouTube sensation or whatever. I did, but he, it's what Jordan did. Jordan was like, yeah, I'm done playing basketball. I'm gonna go play baseball now. And he he wasn't great, but he was able to do it. And I think I, I almost feel like that was a bet he made with somebody. Where he was like, I want to go play baseball. I bet I could do it. Because we the the renowned gambler. Well, I don't know if you got how much you guys know about that, but there's a take that he got suspended for betting and things. What's your do you know anything about that? Not like, there was something he got he got told like we can't suspend the greatest player ever for betting scandals every so maybe just disappear for a couple of years and then come back and then like there's a there's a Dave, you remember that so, that story? So oh legends. yeah. Yeah, so many legends around Jordan. But I mean there's Jordan so was also many, a n- notorious gambler. Oh, and that's he, why uh, that's why that's why I don't dispute that conspiracy theory about Jordan that he they said well maybe just disappear and we'll just then you can come back we'll sweep the sun of the rug yeah it'll hey, go away a little bit next, yeah. next time we do a, uh let's get into it we gotta talk about again we gotta talk about gambling issues in sports right now oh my god don't so don't give like, me I mean I because I'm in a state heck I'm in a university that's right now in the thick of things right now with that with that issue. My new star wide receiver was the uh, the poster boy for league gambling for a while, and now he's back. And not two, uh, not two more, uh, two more dudes are in that same situation. That's really not. This has been for a year. So I thought it was six. Two, yeah, two six. for six. Two are for longer. Guys, there's a couple. Yeah. So those guys were suspended for betting on sports in an NFL facility, which is apparently against the rules, which is stupid. Actually, uh, that kind of makes sense. No, I'm. I'm. Look, I, I am for sports betting as long as you're only betting on the outcome of the game to benefit yourself. Case in point, if, if that's what Calvin really got in trouble for, is he bet on the fact that the Falcons were going to win? I'm sorry if I'm if I'm in the locker room and everybody on my team can gamble. If I find one person who doesn't bet on us to win, get them off the team. They don't need to be here. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Alabama did with Brad Bohannon, and look how it turned out. You beat the number five <laughs> team in the country. <laughs> I'll give you that. I mean, it's I'm trying to find it. Someone uh there was some writer who apparently his Twitter account got hacked and he called Calvin Ridley a cheater or something, or talking about like, oh, he's like, I'm battling with my demons right now. And he goes, You should gamble on it. And then Calvin Ridley was like, You'd never say that to my face. And then the whole tweet got deleted. He's like, Oh, my Twitter got hacked. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think you made an offhand comment. Oh, I got no, called out for it. Said. Yeah, you said what you said. Call it what it is. I mean, it, yeah, I don't, that, that's a whole different rabbit hole. But I mean, like, it's you guys are right. You would have to dedicate a year or more. And I'm talking like for the cream of the crop for each sport who have the potential to go pro in another sport, you would have to dedicate at least an entire year of your life to train to get ready to go into this next sport. Yep. Like Jalen, like you were talking about with DK and Tyreek Hill, like they have the yep. speed and the straight line speed to be Olympic sprinters. However, if your stance is wrong and you get a crap start off the line, these dudes who have been training their entire lives to be Olympic sprinters are going to destroy you. I think DK placed like what ninth or something in his qualifying thing. Like what even close and he got smoked and he's one of the fastest guys in the league. Like it's it, you cannot. And 
Brett, to go back to what you're saying, Paul George's comment was made about the fact that he thinks like LeBron, because LeBron played in, in high school, like half of these guys did. He thought LeBron would be like, if LeBron didn't play basketball, he's like, oh, LeBron would be a great tight end. I'm like, I don't know about that. Well, okay, here's here's the reason why I say, I won't say great tight end. I think he could be a good one. Because you combine a guy that's 6'9", because the average height in the NFL is around, uh, what we're talking about, uh, around 6'2", 6'3". Average height for around linemen is, uh, uh, for like linemen and some tight ends is around 6'5", to six um six five to six six. Mm-hmm. There's only about I think two guys that are six seven. One of them just got drafted uh to Pittsburgh. So you give a guy that's around like six nine that can move around like that, that's that 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 athletic, give him time to learn routes. Mind you, this is LeBron James this ain't Tim Tebow. All right, LeBron James easy. can move uh, can move a lot better than <laughs> that's Gator Royalty Tebow right there. You beat the easy time. Also, the way tight ends are played right now are more like bigger body receivers. They're not like constantly blocking unless you're in Baltimore or, or Atlanta um, and Kyle Pitts or, or, or Atlanta and Kyle Pitts. Hashtag free Kyle Pitts. So, yeah. So <laughs> like with LeBron in his prime, like in his prime, not now, in his prime. Oh, God, uh, no, God, now. It, it's a matter of you need a whole offseason and plus another year to learn and perfect routes. You need tight end university, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, Greg Olson, guys like that to teach you how to run routes from that position. You learn that. The catching, it, there's still some fundamental aspects of it, but like combine the athleticism with the height and the mobility, you can have some level of success given where you go. That's why I, I kind of agree that LeBron James, given what, given his ability, mm-hmm. and if he's put in the right type of system that can be able to get that potential out, I would. I, I agree with he would be a pretty good tight end. I'm not gonna go great. That's fair. All right. Well, let's let's keep this rolling. We usually always try to keep the show under 45 ish minutes at the most. So I got two que- I got two questions for everybody. One of them specifically for Brent and Dave. First one is for everybody. Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson aside, can you name at least one two-way player who played two different sports at the professional level? Because you can't name one since uh, after the 90s because they don't do that anymore. But can you name at least one besides Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders? And I remember Tom Glavin got drafted by the Braves, and I he was a I think he, I thought he was a Rangers pick as well back mm-hmm. in the in the 80s or late. I 80s, thought it was a Bruins pick. Or Bruins pick or whatever it was. He was a so maybe a Tom Glavin type because he's a Northeast guy, so he got the chance to play hockey and and pitch. But that's I can't think of anybody else but Tom Glavin that maybe played two sports of any any faction. I guess okay. Like that's the only guy I can think of. Other than those two guys, I can't think of anybody else. Dave, what about you? Well, I got a couple. There's uh, like Kyler Murray, right? He gave uh, mm-hmm. Oakland back their their signing bonus. Um, Tom Brady got uh, drafted by somebody as a pitcher. The Expos. I want to say too. the Blue Jays. The uh, Expos. And uh, it was Expos. the Expos. Yeah. You want to talk about um, a team that didn't know anything about marketing? Good God, we can talk about the <laughs> we can talk about the demise of the Expos. That, that's a whole that's a whole other episode. Of Let's get into it. Is the the nightmare that the Expos were. That's a whole other thing. 
and never as a pro, but I'm going to say the kid that had the best 12 year old year ever in the history of 12 year old athletes, Chris Jury is his name. He uh, won the American his, his his team won the hockey championship of America. Okay, they were the national championships as a 12 year old, and then he went on to pitch the Trumbull Connecticut team to the Little League World Series title. I get it. He was a 12 year old. But then again, he went on to uh, he went on to play for Boston College. He went on hmm. to play in the NHL. One he's the GM Cup. for the Rangers now, and now he's the GM of the majors. So I think this that Chris Drury. So he doesn't know what he's biggest. doing if he's a GM for the Rangers. Well, another book guy instead of gut guy. <laughs> but he has a Stanley Cup. He has a Hobie Baker Award, and he has a Little League World Series. Like a. It, it it sounds ridiculous to say this, but some of the teammates on both his hockey team and his baseball team, that was the best day of their life. Fair enough. I, and, I got one. And that he's I and he's carried it forward. I got one that I don't think anybody really remembers. Um, and you guys might remember now as baseball guys, Danny Ainge. Oh, he was a Blue Jay draft pick. Danny Ainge, up until 2019, was the youngest guy to ever hit a home run for the Blue Jays. At uh, what was it? It was 20. Uh, he was 20 years or 20 years old, uh, June 2nd, 1979, until Vladdy hit it at 20 years old and 18, or he was 18 days younger than Danny Ainge when he hit it. And then, as a major leaguer or in yeah. spring training, or he was an major actual leaguer. major leaguer, Ma- he was an I actual not... major leaguer. I learned something tonight on the two deuces. I just podcast. Go. I didn't know that. Danny Ainge, he was the youngest Blue Jay to ever hit a home run, and uh, he had an exec who said that he could be a very good second baseman and would have hit around 280, which not bad, but that's, he also that's had, a career. He's also got quite a few rings as a Boston Celtic, and he's one of the best guards we've ever had, arguably. Ah, best guards that we've arguably there. We've had a lot Stop of good guards. Him. We've had a lot of good guards. He was also a product <laughs> of being around great players. He was the yes. Scotty to Larry Bird. <laughs> he, he was he was Larry Scotty Pippen. But uh, Jalen, what you got? You got anybody? I got none. You got nothing. All right. Well, let's. Yeah, we'll. Close Tony on that Quinn one. was uh, was a uh, was an All American at San Diego State. Okay, as a guard. I was just trying to keep it professional, but yeah, I mean, that's a good one too. There's a couple. They, we, we, I'm sure there's some there obscure ones we forgot about. But I mean, these are guys back from the 80s or 90s. These are guys who still aren't. Never happen like, again. Never be able to do it again. All right. And the, well, the money's too big, right? No, the money's just too big. Absolutely. Like, other owners aren't going to let their guys go from, te- from team to team no. and bounce around. They're just not, they're not risking that. Heck, no, they're like, not risking uh, that. I'm sure it's in their contracts. One, like too. one off seat, the first year, Patrick Mahomes. One MVP, he was playing to pick up basketball game. Immediately, reports came out that the owner, like the owner of the Chiefs, said, "Like, don't ever do that again." Yeah, don't ever do it again. You are our franchise. You are our guy for the next ten. You are our cash cow for the next five to ten years. And we're you giving you fifty million playing. bucks a year, so you better not do that anymore. Yeah, well, it's like Drew Brees had it in his contract, right. and he was with the Saints, yeah. where he couldn't. Like, if you want to play basketball, we'll buy, we'll buy you we'll buy you Xbox. Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> That's why Kyler Murray is still in Arizona. Uh, there you go. <laughs> all right, I got one more question for you guys before we or before we guys let you go. I know you guys were coming on a little late, and we're it's late on a Monday night, so I appreciate you guys coming on. Not a problem, Dave. I got one more question for each of you guys. Do you think this is the year that the Leafs break the curse? <laughs> <laughs> They're down three nothing. <laughs> you, you think know, they do it? It's, 
uh, as of recording, they're down three, nothing a week ago. I thought for sure. And I'm a Leafs guy a week ago. I thought for sure that they got past the Tampa Bay lightning, uh, the first time in uh, X amount of years, they went around for the first time in 19 and lot. If you asked me last Monday, Garrett, I, yeah, a hundred percent. This was the year they're going to do it. And now they're down three games and nothing. In and last night's performance fashion. that they put out there against the Florida Panthers was absolutely fucking disgusting. I cannot believe that that hockey team called themselves professionals last night. It was gross to a man. So it was I, an awful, an awful, an awful effort. It was awful. From a grammatical standpoint, why are they the Leafs and not the Leaves? Um... I don't know the story to that. No one I really knows because actually, because like, uh, like my uh, my wife, she's from Toronto originally, and her her family's from Toronto. And I asked them; they don't know either. And uh, yeah, nobody knows. It's a uh, maybe that's why they're never going to win. It's just it's just it's just the uh, grammatical the gods, the gra- grammatical police saying you're not very good. You don't have a chance. Now the Leafs are a mess, and they always will be. And that's kind of our it's it's our Boston Red Sox up here in Canada. It's one of those things like people expect them to. We don't expect them to win, and that's the thing. We we're like, well, this is the Leafs, and they're not they're not going yep. to win. It, it's let me ask you. Let me let me ask y'all something real quick. Um, I know y'all in Canada, y'all got your own teams, but were y'all surprised that the Boston Bruins uh, got put out? Yes. As early as they did? Oh, absolutely. The Bruins but, and the Avalanche getting put out in the first round was nuts. Like that Bruins team was rolling, and they and they made they were, they made it look really easy all year long. Like they weren't they weren't fighting, they weren't struggling. They just they went out every night and won. They led the league the, in points, didn't they? Yeah, they they, they oh, won sixty five games. Yeah. yeah, they did set a record for most points. It they won sixty five games, and, and the they and they were just doing it. Yeah, and the team was just flying it, and it wasn't like one or two guys that were scoring. All the entire team was just rolling. Goalies were stopping. Everything was hitting them, and then they just ran into problems somehow in the playoffs. It, 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 injury and here they were or there, up but three one. Yeah, Those lights are too bright sometimes. I was listening to a yeah, podcast about that old the old Leafs owner uh, Harold Ballard. Harold Ballard. Ballard. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. He that was, was oh my god! It, it, it anybody listen to this podcast later on? If you ever want to hear a good story, go go look up some of the things he did. Taking down a picture of the queen in the top row for extra seats. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he was yeah. a beauty. He was a, That's hilarious. Donald Trump before Donald Donald Trump like, probably took some. That some guy's an absolute nut. We could talk <laughs> yeah. about dysfunctional owners forever. Those are always fun. But look, yeah. I know you guys got to go. I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, Brent, Dave, for the people who haven't had your listening guys on our show before, where can the people find you? 1420 podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. We've been around since uh, tonight's actually, after we're done recording with you, tonight's our 300 show, little anniversary edition of the show tonight. We're doing, uh, and I, it kind of got past us, but it, we've been around since uh, the COVID years of uh, August of 2020. We started doing our thing. We uh, we don't get de- high, uh, in, in too depth of uh, stats sitting around like uh, BS and about sports bar talk like you would with your buddies sitting around having a few beers. And that's kind of what we do on a, on a bi-weekly bill or twice a week basis. And uh, yeah, it's uh, been a lot of fun doing it. We, uh, we don't know what we're doing. We're so we're having a lot of fun doing it. We don't know either. Uh, you guys have gotten me through many a long road trip through Southern Georgia. So I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, Dave, uh, what about you? Any, any personal Twitter stuff or anything you guys want to plug socials, whatever. I know, Brent, sounds like you've done oh, that. No, Four beer sports talking a whole lot more thing once or twice. 
I'm just here for the ride. I, I got my kid playing baseball. We're going down to the States three of the next four weekends for baseball tournaments. Um, where we live is only an hour north of Montana. And so uh, I'm a baseball dad. Fuck, there there's go. a lot of driving and a lot of sitting and being bored. I but know you got you a mean? lot, but I know you got a lot of pride with that. Oh no, I love doing it. <laughs> there's there's no there's nothing else I would rather do. Yeah. But Jesus, there are some hours that I would like back, but what do you do? That's what a dad does with his boy. Dave's kid to listen to, to the show. Yeah. that actually. No, no, no. I got my dog here instead of my kid. Yeah. You can always tell whichever. Dogs which, are kids too. Yeah. Dogs are kids too. You can leave on your own. But it's, that's a whole other tangent. We're not going to go down. As always, you know, we want to round out the show the way we always round it out. Thank you for everybody for listening. We appreciate the 30 to 45 ish minutes of your time. Uh, the timer on my actual recording of this is broken. So I have no idea how long this is going to be. We're going to find out later. Um, thank you, Jim, for being our one listener during the live stream. We appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> always chiming in, saying Kyler Murray looks like a kid running through Walmart with a toy his mom let him get. Uh, so, you guys, the man, the, the myth, the legend, Jim Plotner, yes, man, oh, the man. Man, that was yeah. a fun episode. We got to get him back on again. That was fun. He's great. Um, oh, he's great. But we, uh, the, y'all's Yankees rage was fantastic. If you guys haven't listened to their show, that the guys at fourteen twenty do a bunch of different shows. They just did one called After Hours with Brenton. Uh, After Emmer. hours, <laughs> you can voice like an angel there, Jalen. He's got a side. He's got a side career, but we no, um knew. No. I thought that no once puberty hit. <laughs> Karaoke King, Jalen Prince. There it is. God, that is. That is. I was partial. I was a part-time announcer for Georgia Southern women's softball for a season. That was fun. I would love to do that. Like okay, it was here's, fun. Here's the thing. I would love to be a PA announcer because I'm petty enough. I'm petty and entertaining enough to do it. So I had. I would throw so much shade at the opposing team. That job fell on my lap because when I was working for Georgia Southern Marketing, my boss said, hey, I need somebody to fill in for the guy who's doing this. Um, you know, the only problem is, you know, softball games, a lot of the, they have tournaments down south. And Dave, now you're seeing this because the ground up north is frozen. So okay, the ball hits it a little bit differently still around this time of year. So everybody comes south for tournaments. They said, uh, you know, sometimes these games run long or, you know, 12, 13 hours. And I've looked at the guy dead in his face and said, Dan, if there's anybody who could talk for 13 hours, he's sitting on the other side of your desk. Hey, Garrett, <laughs> mm. you want to you want to uh, you want to tell them about the time like you helped me win a P- um, PC eating contest? <laughs> that might be a story for another day. Jalen, yeah, uh, we'll say that later. Yeah, Jalen was in a PT contest for Georgia Southern. Yeah, because we, we got to let you guys go. But anyways, yeah. thank that you guys was for good, that's, Yeah, that was, that good was fun. That's a story for another day. That's an all-fair story for another time. But no, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to give us five-star review, comment, subscribe, feed the algorithm gods. We don't know why it works, but it does. For some reason, it gets our little tiny podcast nice. up the charts. We appreciate all of it. Don't give guys like Paul George and, you know, Draymond Green and all the athletes who have podcasts in their spare time who are raking in millions and sponsors just because they're bored and everybody knows who they are give it to the small guys give it to us we're the indie guys come what on do you care what they gotta say 100 we exactly you don't care what they gotta say not. unless we're us and we're roasting what they have to say and talking about how wrong they are but, hey <laughs> it is what it is man like it, as two guys in their bedrooms if you want to talk it with the consequences exactly so anyways Feed the algorithm the gods. Let us know if you like the show. Five stars, comment, all that. That's the easiest way to get a shout out. If you didn't like the show, though, that's another way to not get a shout out is to leave a bad review. 
Uh, don't do that. Doesn't help anybody. Doesn't help you. It's a waste of your time. Uh, we appreciate you listening, but I can't give you your time back and I'm not going to. So here's all the list of people who do all the retweets and the likes. You can find us on Twitter at TDS and pod. That's going to be the best place to interact with us. We're pretty active on there. Uh, do not give Jalen any hate for a lot of things that get said. I uh, run that Twitter and I've been pretty active these last few days with Twitter beef. So I will not let you. Sure, even if they give me hate, I'm like, yes. Just don't, don't for being be- late. Dra- dra- There's no <laughs> such thing as bad press, kids. There's no drag such him. thing as bad press. Don't drag him. Drag me. I'm the one who makes a lot of the Man, comments. Dude, they, can, they, they can try to drag me. They, like You're going to be dragging 294 pounds on pounds of problem. It's a lot of drag. <laughs> so, anyways, shout-outs for this week are the same people as usual. We want to give a shout-out, obviously, to Brent Dave over at 1420 Sports. We want to give a shout-out to Austin over the Wrestling World Podcast, our buddy Jim over at Fan in the Van, our, our one live watcher and comment lever. Uh, the guys over BSing Sports, Aaron and JD over Brutaliana Sports, Nate Saley Wager, Darian over Chill Takes. I haven't forgotten about trying to get you on, man. We're going to get you on a show soon. I promise. Life has been Me crazy. Too. I haven't forgotten. You know we love you. Uh, level the playing field with Dave and John. Dave, I'm still holding off for the fact that uh, or Phoenix is going to find a way to blow this spectacularly. I haven't forgotten about our bet. I will openly admit that we're wrong if they find a way to win it all, but I don't think they will. Uh, we like sports podcast. Who again, a response or part of our first ever lost episode sports betting with Jake and spot or Jake and Scott sports bliss with Robin Chris, the refiltered and stupid history minute podcast. And if you want another wrestling show, John over at wrestling fan insight. So that's going to be it for the show. As always, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. Peace. Have a good night folks. Thanks for having us. All right, thank we'll you guys. Time.